Come on kids, now gather round Grab a log and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now, your camp counselors Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo God. What? It's my popover. What do you mean? My, um, I got a papa. <laughs> Meryl is losing I'm it crying. Right now. Oh, wait, could you turn my mic up a little bit while I'm crying? Yeah. Or like my, it doesn't sound as clear. Hello, hello. It sounds like fuzzy wuzzy for me. Fuzzy? Yeah, you sound good. I sound fuzzy in my own ears. Hello, hello, hello. That sounds good. If, do I sound normal to you? You sound normal to me. Okay. Yeah. So I'm crying. I really am crying because I I was going to go to Starbucks before you and I met, and I was yeah. like, Ugh, I'm honestly so sick of Starbucks. It tastes like like I'm going on an airplane or something. I just the thought of their little <laughs> boxed plastic meals yeah. makes me so upset. I never get their food ever. It's just so boring. But um, and even their their coffee is like tasting very weird, weird to me. And then I was walking, 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 and then I saw out of the corner of my eye a cacao cafe, <laughs> which is like you're very excited. Every, you know, I hope everyone knows what cacao is, but not. It's like the raw bean of cocoa. You know, the cocoa plant. It's different than cocoa. But it's like the raw version of it. And so it can be a little bit bitter, but I really have a strong passion for cacao yeah. because I feel like it's a very healing ancient seed, if oh, you will, because okay. it, it is a seed. Um, and there once was a quote I read that really spoke to me and it said, coffee is for the mind, but cacao is for the heart. And I feel like <laughs> if you start your day off with a cacao ceremony, it just really grounds you. What is a cacao ceremony? You 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 take some cacao powder. Uh-huh. It has to be like raw and very. You high cut quality. it up with a credit card. <laughs> you you snort, snort it. it. I would snort cacao for sure. Um, and that's another thing, yeah, because it like it does give you a mild lift, but it's not the craziness of caffeine. So you know, in a cacao ceremony, you'd make sure you're in the right head space, right heart space, and then I just warm it up like in a saucer. With my favorite nut milk. And then as I drink it, I just think of like what I'm grateful for. I look at the sun. I look at the plants. And I just say, thank you, Earth. Good for you, Meryl. I mean, So at this place, this Maya Moon, I'm giving a shout out to my, okay. your place, Maya, Maya Moon. Moon. I walked in and I said, like, do you by chance have Peruvian cacao? Because yeah. cacaoists around the world, that's a big <laughs> one. And she said, not only that, but we have Ecuadorian cacao. And I really lost my shit. Oh my god! So I'm really happy. <laughs> I think the way that you described it was a woman with flowing robe, sort of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like s- s- ghost danced across yes. the, the, like, whoo. yes, cacao Kool Aid. That's how I kill myself. Oh my god! Oh my god! So, my this was my cakewalk this morning, yeah. my beautiful cakewalk because they have olive oil cake. They have. I just really highly encourage you to go. This is the most niche <laughs> ad we can ever do. <laughs> and you're glazing over. I, yeah. And then my second surprise yes. was I opened the door and the cacao of men was here, your friend Nate. Yeah. yeah. And I'm. it brought me back to when he was your roommate and I just love seeing you guys back together. Yeah, he's great. I love him. It's yeah. good to have him. Came in for some work. I had a bunch. I mean, I've been so busy lately. I know. I had like five gigs this week where I was doing corporate events and driving all over Huntington Beach and oh, Ojai, which is <gasps> so way jealous. north. Way north. Uh, and we were, actually, I wanted to tell you, we were on uh, the property we were on in Ojai. Mm. I could tell there were famous people there. Really? You would have been like rubbing elbows. Mm. Uh, but I saw the director of um, 
Nomadland and The Eternals. Her name was Chloe. I think it's Chloe Zhao or yeah, Chloe Zhao. And, and she was just carrying her book around and then sat of on course. sat on a hill. I, I saw her sit down on a hill and she was just writing her next project. Of course. Yeah. I'm I telling was like, you, wow. it is a privilege to have a spiritual and nervous breakdown in Ojai. I yeah. had one once where really? I, I went to Ojai for a week and because there's a place there called Meditation Mount and it's mm. very like that's where the LA people go to just like get away from it all. But really, yeah. people have to know that they're there having a spiritual breakdown. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. <laughs> And that's where, remember I told you that Ted Danson gave me directions? That's right. I'm telling you, Ojai is like, but I feel like it's right at the cusp of being annoyed, like kind of being a character of itself. Yeah, what I didn't like about the area, and maybe you've been to these kinds of places, where it's like, I was driving at night coming home and it was all these windy roads oh, yeah. where I was like, okay, murders happen here. Absolutely. And murders it's big green mountains. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Where like if your car broke down, there's really you, nowhere you, to stop. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. You're never going to be seen again. Did you go to the rainbow market? No. I bet they have cacao. I didn't okay. do any of that. But this is also <laughs> the longest, one of the longest stretches that you and I have not seen each other it's true. for. It's true. And thank you everyone. I know it is not our, we've had some great guests, but there's nothing like a you and I episode. And so for the next couple of weeks, I want to do you and me. I can tell that you and I today have the type of energy that is so polar opposite. <laughs> I'm not I'm not afraid of it, but I'm also like, I am aware. I am aware. I'm you like too in, high vibe right yeah, now. You or came in yeah. off of a cacao cloud. And <laughs> I'm. Cloud? Yeah, cacao cloud. And I'm fucking digging myself out of the dirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it always does feel like when you're. Because you do get like hungover, sleepy eyes sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. It life would just happen when that's why I'm at my most manic. Too. Yeah, <laughs> so like, <laughs> like, we never even out. Yeah, what's going on with you? What's new? What's fresh? Oh my gosh. Okay, so maybe maybe next week I want to tell everyone about because it's going to take a long time to talk about my Austin trip and just that experience alone. Um, oh, he's yawning like a baby. If you had Ecuadorian cacao, oh it wouldn't matter. It oh my god. Uh, okay, so um, besides that, things are really good. Uh, I'll start with something little. This is actually really funny. Okay. You know this a little bit, but like, wh- I feel like I've been focused on other stuff besides like getting comedy shows and getting like, uh, you know, more, not even creative stuff, but just really like enjoying my sure. present day, whether that is working or traveling or whatever, but more comedy things and more career things have like come through that. Sure. So one of those was um, that I have like a manager now, which is so funny. You have a manager? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I signed that. <laughs> you signed a manager. Yeah. Like an agent. The same manager as Kato Kalin. <laughs> it's like Kato Kalin at like a sock puppet and then like uh, me. Like, <laughs> he has three clients. sock puppet. And what do I want a manager for, you ask? Well, I mean, who knows? I don't even know what I want because I also find myself, because I even told them like I don't have any interest in acting. I, yeah. I truly don't. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't. This want week. to act no 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 not this week um it would be cool to get bigger and even better podcast guests than if, if we wanted that you know mm-hmm. who knows mm-hmm. um maybe some comedy stuff but really i feel like having someone help me with like all the ten thousand things i'm kind sure. of doing like sure. at like a c plus level and stuff you know right. so i come into that like i i talked with one of the girls at the place and like i told her what i was doing and she was like wow you're already kind of like doing it but it will be good to have someone that like can do it at a bigger level. Yeah. But that was that. The second news is 
um, I have my first OnlyFans subscriber. Shut up. Yep. You started it? <laughs> I started it. You, you. Okay, so tell us what it is, how people can find okay, it. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, in fact, I should have put cacao on there. Okay, so, <laughs> um, so it's called... It's either called boobs and food or foodie boobies for you. Would with that be four. great if you could figure I know, I out to, what yeah, it by is? By the next week, I will Jesus. remember what it is. I know I launched it. Um, I only have one photo up and it is just my cleavage with a carrot stick in the middle. Because so the whole theme is going to be I put food in my cleavage. <laughs> Gosh, I hope I hope you're sitting in a mansion soon. And he's like, it's all because well, I put carrots. I'll be in having my to put like my whatever I'm eating at that time. Like my, I'll be crying putting like lamb chops in between. You, you have a sex machine like <laughs> yeah. just feeding you pudding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so I'm just trying to think though because I don't really see a scenario where I'm sending like my whole boobs. Yeah. And I've already had one other man reach out and say like, "Can I see all your tits?" Yeah, he just said like just cleavage, and I'm like, "Yeah, for now," with like all these emojis of like a taco, like a lettuce wrap and stuff. <laughs> So I'm trying to d- I'm trying so to really understand. Do you know understand. the person who subscribed? No. It's just a random nope. person. It's just a random person who wants to see food on your boobs. Yes. And how much is the OnlyFans? Okay, so it's only ten dollars a month for now. Ten dollars a month for one photo. But that's what I I need to work it out of like are they getting private photos? So I thought if I do have a subscriber and it's their birthday, I can make a personalized cupcake and then put it in my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> like or for th- for themed holidays like for fourth yeah. of july i can put like sure. a hot dog yeah in there with a sparkler it's, on it's it. very fun for when i travel like i should have done some tex-mex themed yeah it seems like if i need I w- your help if i, need I your if, help. I, if, I, if i was subscribing for ten dollars and i i all there was was one photo i'd be like okay this is a ripoff <laughs> well i need to get going with my content yeah. yeah i honestly thought i had messaged your girlfriend Brittany, and i said Tell is this you and Bo like signing up laughing at me because oh my, my subscriber wrote uh, that because I'm like what what do you want to see and he wrote like Fritos prickly pears and like some other some other oh um uh, uh, banana pepper like that's what he wants to see oh my god and so I honestly thought it was like you like crying at your computer laughing like it's probably you. it's probably your boyfriend Jack <laughs> no I asked him and he was not he he was it's not someone him. you know. You, I know, which have, is so sad. Yeah, it's someone you know. Don't tell me. Just make me think that I have a subscriber. Okay. Yeah, no, you do have a subscriber. It's just someone that... It's your mom. <sighs> Probably. No, no. She would... T- it wouldn't be Fritos. It would be, it'd be, it'd like, be diet food. Yeah, have some, <laughs> have some like peppers and then what's you on the treadmill? <laughs> I There was oh, one photo God. that I posted of myself doing comedy and like immediately I had a message that was like, you look like you've lost weight. And I wrote like, nope, heavier than I've ever been. Like, <laughs> Thanks, mom. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So that has been a good career move. Oh, man. Well, I mean, it hasn't. <laughs> you made $10. That's a good career move. Oh, my oh, God. The, your level of like. I know, I know, I know. I like to aim low. Jeez. But yeah, so that's been really it. That's and then I have so... a bunch of comedy shows coming up, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a plug for May 28th. Do you what think is? you can go? That's my next mishmash comedy, and it features a lot of our past guests, such yeah. as Dawson, yeah, uh, Ian Abramson, yep, uh, Don Brody, yeah, and Walter Ford. All people, and then yeah. uh, another one or two that I really love that have, hasn't been on yet, but we will get them. That's awesome. Uh, I am not doing a, a very good job promoting it as much as I should. <laughs> I've been focused on putting prickly pears on my Pro- boobies. <laughs> you, you've been focused on your new career. My new career, you're, yeah. You're- <laughs> You and I just basically start one thing and then like three months later get sick of it and then start another thing. <laughs> so ridiculous. Because people were I'm like, yes, I have like 
a podcast and only fans uh, like her. yeah okay so anyway i'm bored of myself i want to hear about you and tell well, me everything i was just gonna say um i did something kind of interesting and it's probably why my energy level is a little low uh today did you get snipped no oh. <laughs> no nothing medical oh. uh Recently, my friend, uh, my friend had lost his mother to a battle of cancer. Okay, and it was very sudden. She found out she had lung cancer. Oh it, my God. it had is it metastasized? Metastasized? Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I have a hard time with that word for metastasized whatever. Metastasized or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so and it had gone to her brain. Oh fuck! And it was like, okay, this is happening. And within just a couple of weeks, it was Whoa. over. It was over, and it was, so it was very sudden. She was only seventy years old. It was a very sad thing, um, but she uh, was a pretty powerful woman. Of like, you know, uh, lived her life to the fullest that she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Did what she wanted to do, you know, and in the end, decided she didn't want to go through all the treatment. And she just right. took her her own decision and said, like, this is how I want to go. But obviously, the kids who the son is my friend, um, they're you know they're struck by the how sudden this all was, and and they decide they're going to have a celebration of life like mm. moment. And I was like, oh, that, that's so amazing. He said, yeah, I I want to ask you to do something for it. And I said, oh, okay, sure. What can I do? And he goes, so my idea is that you'll interview people and have them tell like stories or memories about her life and you'll record that right and i was like oh of course i'll do that no problem and and i didn't realize how heavy that was going to be yeah right you don't realize at first i was like yeah totally i'll do that i got you man i got it i have no problem talking to people i have no problem like listening to their stories and, and know how to like guide that but I went over and I set it up and everyone was in a good mood. It wasn't like this horrible, like sad, like everyone's crying. It was like people were, you know, they were just there to celebrate this woman's life. And so they set me up in a little room. I was by myself. And then it was my job to kind of go around and ask people if they'd like to say something about this woman. And I started to realize as soon as the first interview started, I was like, oh fuck like i'm in a room with a stranger and they're telling me an intimate moment and breaking down emotionally and crying or laughing or whatever but i'm experiencing this emotion about a person i don't really know from a person i don't know and it's this weird it was this weird moment that i felt like like when someone's happy and they smile, it sort of like makes you feel happy. Yeah. Right. When someone's sad, it makes you feel sad. This was like another level of that. I was like, I, I, I've never experienced this. And it was like, I had to do like 30 interviews. Now, did you tell them to keep it under like three minutes or no, you, I, just, I can I just imagine tell me a story. And then I sat there and they were telling me the story. Like one of my favorite mem- memories about this person was this and blah, blah, mm. blah. And then one time, she did this and this is why she's the most amazing person and I miss you. I miss you. Like, oh you know, kind of gosh. thing. And I'm sitting there going like, I'm just like being quiet and listening and absorbing. And I was just in this, this, it was this weird emotional ride for me to be there and sort of, um, 
try i mean listen if you hear the sto- a story of 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 humans right you just hear some human story about their life we can all connect to it on some level right right it just i didn't i didn't really prepare how much emotion i was going to be going through and by the end of the the end of the day it was 4 hours and by the end of the 4 hours i was like so drained i was so emotionally tapped out that's a lot of people's grief it was and um but here's the thing uh i i immediately recognized like a lot of these people were saying things they never said to her yeah right they never said these specific things like they weren't they weren't able to there wasn't time or they didn't make this time or whatever now of course some of them did some of them of course said like i love you and there were times where like somebody goes, this thing happened 30 years ago and I always looked up to you because of it and I never told you that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it really got me thinking. I was on the drive home. It was about a 20 minute drive and I was just like, I just was like sat in silence and I just kind of drove home and thinking like, we really need to tell the people in our lives a little bit more um, honesty, be a little bit more vulnerable say those things and of course everybody says like you know live like there is no tomorrow oh, there yeah, isn't yeah, all this yeah. but it's like i really do think like there are lots of times where we should and could say something and we hold back because we're afraid of being vulnerable or we think oh well they know i don't need to say it that kind of thing and i really in after being in this room for four hours i was like no there's a lot of things that people need to say that they weren't able to do and it's because they held themselves back in some way and i, I just really feel like I'm kind of like deciding now I want to do like a celebration of life for people who are living. Yeah. Yeah. And and so like, let's do the same idea, but like, let's tell funny stories and put it on, you know, it's not like it's a new thing. Right. But like, I was like, of course my, my business brain was like, could I sell this? Like, could I sell this idea of like going to a funeral, a party, a wedding or whatever, and having this thing called like a memory box, you know, where you like Mm -hmm. come into a room and you sort of like, uh, do a confessional yeah both good and bad you know there was this great story on this american life about this guy who whose best friend um well he he had gotten a, a terminal cancer and he wanted a message to be said at his funeral when his best friend stood up to talk so and this is a great episode i'm sorry i don't have the number but it, it was amazing and it was uh when the best friend stood up to give his talk about this person who just passed away, this other guy hired by the person who had who was deceased, stood up and said, I'm sorry, I need to say something while you're talking. This is from John, the guy who died, and John wants to say something to everyone here. And he just goes down and fucking rips everybody a new asshole, kind of, and says, you know, to my best friend who's talking right now, um, You've always been sleazy and you've tried to sleep with my wife three times. And I think that even when I was on my deathbed, you were trying to have sex with my wife. And you're you're a real piece of shit. And the guy, the guy who was standing there like uh, the best friend, quote unquote, just like got really uncomfortable and like left the funeral in the middle of this. And then he's like the the guy who's speaking goes up also to my aunt Tim. And, uh, you know, uh, you never once came to see me while I was sick. And you should be ashamed of yourself. Ooh, we God. were always there for you and blah, blah, blah. It was just like straight like. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And 
someone else at the funeral saw this happening. Of course, it was very awkward, very uncomfortable, the whole thing. But it was also very empowering. And then someone else from that funeral said, I want the same thing at my funeral. And they were dying. And they hired him to do the same thing. And this became a business for this person where he would go to funerals and he would just, I think it was like casket confessional or something like that. And he would just like, just lay down all the things that the people who were dying wanted to say. Like, you know, you were never there for me or you were always there for me or blah, 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 whatever it was. Right. And I thought, what an interesting, interesting idea. Um, And I wonder if there's something there with this, like this memory thing. Yeah, I think there could be. It's like, I don't know. I just saw a lot of sadness in the room and it was a little overwhelming and there was a lot of happiness, too. But it's just like everyone was kind of happy out in the party. And mm-hmm. I was inside this little room trying to process everyone else's grief. And it was a lot to handle. And I think I'm still sort of coming, I'm not down from that. I, I'm, come, I'm trying to come up from that, you know. Uh, but it was something that I felt like I couldn't have asked. I didn't know what I was getting into. And I couldn't have asked for a better thing to have had happen yeah it was so inspirational in many ways and it's too bad that she didn't get to have that you're right where it was a few years before where she's like oh i know how everyone feels about me one of my friend groups which i love so much it's when they do kind of celebrate when it's your birthday yeah we go around and say like one thing either one word that we like about everyone or one word that we admire about someone and it is so funny to because i think we we don't know how others feel about us a lot and like someone will say oh this person's generous or this per- I admire sure. this person's strength and it's like I never knew that that person felt that way or right right I think one, someone did say generous and then Jack was like what Meryl <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah it's like we don't know what the I mean I guess the good and bad I don't know I have feelings about like the casket confessionals in a in a negative way why because that uh, I mean I think it's good to get it out because it is multi-layered how we feel about it. we can feel dis- disappointed in someone and yet still have qualities that we like about them yeah I think. but is that like really the energy you want to leave behind i think what some people were doing is saying like i have the last laugh i yeah i get to i get to call this out and you get to live with the fact that i knew yeah i knew that you were being a piece of especially shit. like a betrayal like someone yeah, sleeping betrayal, with right. your, yeah yeah because it wasn't i think like the you weren't there for me that's right. tough, but sometimes people have their reasons. And I've even heard that a lot, too. If people get really sick, they're almost surprised at how little the people, because sometimes people don't know how to act or it's really tough right, to like right. go visit someone in a hospital. Or, and so. I think honesty is so important. I mean, uh, I, and I just think in any form, mm-hmm. like, of course, I don't want to be honest and mean, but at the same time. I think that we're we're all supposed to act a certain way and accept a certain thing and don't you never say that and don't do this. Right, it's like, right. No, fuck that. Like I'm not gonna sit here. I'm like I, I have terminal cancer and I'm gonna say what I wanna fucking say. Yeah. And so I, I kind of think that it's really funny that he outed his best friend for being a sleaze ball yeah, in I agree front with of that. an entire church of people. Yes, it's and then like, yeah, because then the friend didn't get to act like yeah. this was my best friend and right. have his moment of right. like, We're right. so sorry for you and uh-huh. yeah. And then meanwhile, trying to fuck his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Anyway, so that was like my heavy load of a of a day yesterday. Um, And so I've just been very thoughtful, mindful, emotional since then. Yeah. I thought about that. I also think people need to have a designated 
browser cleaner. Like mine is our friend <sighs> Bo DJ Mancat. He knows that if I am to pass away before, he used to go through my search history and clear everything. Really? Yep. Why don't you just put your settings on privacy? Mm, it doesn't even everywhere. have. I can't. Too oh. many. Even like LinkedIn, I need to scrub that. Oh everything. my God. But I really? also think, yeah, there's this element of me, because I think about that too, where it's like if I knew oh I was God. about to, or if I was dying or something, I would probably have someone like Lauren or my friend Jen or something like tell the people, because it is embarrassing sometimes to like tell the people li- that are living now, like, hey, I love you and you mean so much to me, because sometimes there's a chance that they don't like us back as much or but i always think about that where it's like Mm. we're on our own journey of things and people that we love and it doesn't have to like be recorded in every single way yeah and i get that i get that you know what i mean like i i also think like it really comes down to like what's your what's your understanding of what love is too oh yeah i don't mean romantic yeah yeah, but I, i i just mean like um you know i do think people are a little afraid to say i love you when they might not be reciprocated right yeah but you shouldn't because love is not about love is just about what you feel. Exactly. And it's OK to just say, like, I love you. And, and they say, OK, well, I don't know that I feel the same way. It's, it's like, like, that's, that's fine. The, that's yeah. OK. Like, like, I'm just telling you that I love you. And, yeah. And, and of course, when two people are reciprocating that, it's like, wow, that's great. But like, don't you still love the person even if they're not totally there with you? Exactly. I think yeah. of it as like little laser beams that come out from us. It's like, oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. Yeah. And then it doesn't always like come back in the same way. But. Yeah. That was for my one OnlyFans subscriber. Just know if I pass away, my account will be just as active. Oh God! It's just (laughs) just me in a casket, casket. a maggot like between my cleavage. Oh my God! (laughs) Like it's eating me. The opposite. Oh my God! But anyway, then the maggot has an OnlyFans account. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! That would actually be so sweet. Like the maggot's like, I'm eating something new this week. (laughs) Oh, I have one fan. (laughs) Oh my God! That would be so cute. Oh God! Well, I think I think that's very true, and that's all we can do and that's why i always think about that especially when i'm in like a public area too if i'm interfacing with a barista or whatever i just think okay what if this person has three more hours to live or they're going to get in a weird fiery car crash after me or if they're really on the verge of like killing themselves today and my one interaction with them is to like sway them either way right and i always just try to say okay i always think about that where i'm like oh god what if someone's about to kill themselves and like my interaction can maybe give them hope or give them or, or just really want to take push life. them off the edge. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you live like that, you're a little bit more, um, I guess, aware of what energy you're putting out. You know? Yeah. 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 <sighs> so anyway, um, bring help me help me come back. Okay. Help, okay. Help me come We're back, back to life. We're give, back to give life. Give me something that I can like juice up. Okay. Okay. I have something for you. Okay. This great. is talking about things we love that may not love us back. Okay. Um, I have been seeing a trend in Burbank lately okay. that is very odd and different, but the the elder men there, like the very, very elder, like white haired, sure. extremely older men are hot. Like, oh. like, so I'm into gilfs now, like oh my grandpas. God. Oh my God. So I think I even sent you a picture. I don't know. I've been taking pictures of them. They don't even know that that's happening because they can. They have cataracts or something. Oh my but god! But there's a, there's a taco place that Jack goes to, and then I've been I go there every now and then. And sitting there one day was this like very old, for real, white haired man. But they dress so cool. Like they dress in cool sneakers and like like a hip grandpa. Yeah. And this is the first time in my life I'm really into like the AARP. Oh my god! So you. you 
yes. I don't know. I don't know. Well, good. There's Are some- you into like, have you seen very old grandmas? No, I'm not into grandmas. That's I never not thought my, I was either. It's not my it's not my thing. But what about like a grandma with like a Diane Keaton sense of style, just like someone that's I dressed mean, really cool? I would think that person's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not I I mean I'd have to see the person and meet the person. Okay. Right? I you can't just say a grandfather or a grandmother and be like, Are they hot? And I'm like, Well, no. I mean, I just hung out with a bunch of old ladies yesterday and I was like Yeah. I wasn't going like, ooh. I don't now, know. Grieving he, is one of the most horniest times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, no, not for me. Okay. Because not then I saw that, like, a very white haired. I'm trying to think of an actor that we would know that has, like, really white hair, um, but, like, in shape, dressed cool. And then I went to Whole Foods, and across the table, there was another white haired gilf and he had like a wedding ring i don't know i was just like what Jesus. is going on here i've never found my this is a whole new demographic you need that to I'm start passing to. out your qr code for your only yeah. fans of these gilfs yeah you're right jesus oh. would it be a gilf a grandpa i'd like to but you could be grandma i'd like that so it's I like know. it's like a milf or a dilf yeah dilf. a grand I, I, a fucking dilf is such a weird <sighs> dilf i know i know maybe it's a uh, like nana Nana, I'd like to fuck a nilf, <laughs> or pop, 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 a pilf. But yeah, this is a, a new sector for me that I am exploring. Uh, I, you're not even exploring it. What are you talking about? You saw one hot old guy. Two. And you're like, I, I guess saw two. What? I like grandfathers. If I have, a, I'll try to find the picture of him that I posted. Okay. I think I, I really am going to get arrested one day. Taking, oh my! Oh god. my god! There was a. This is so bad, but there was. I was in Austin there, which I will talk about next week. But there were a lot of uh, the other spectrum, very in shape men jogging with their yellow labs and everything. And there was one man that I think my friend Megan would have thought was very attractive. She likes really in shape people. And so I took a picture of him like running on the trail, just his back. He had like a really big back muscles and everything. And I took a picture of him and then I turned my head and there was two girls that were walking by me and they like shook their head disappointed in me. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I got shamed. Really? I felt really embarrassed. Uh, Austin's so woke. I know. Okay, we'll talk about that next week. All right, let's let's do that. Okay. I, until then, tell everyone that you love that you love them. Yes, get it's out okay there. if they don't love you back. That's true. I mean That's that. True. I do too. I I unabashedly love a lot of people that are just like, yeah, but she's cool. But then the flip side, I believe that. And some people are like, uh, oh my god. Well, you at least some have, people are the maggots on my cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> god damn it. All right, I gotta okay, get out okay, of here. Okay. Uh, we'll, all right, we gotta, we'll see. We'll, we'll balance our mood next week. Next time. <laughs> okay. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show.